while I count how many twisted teas I need to purchase to exact revenge, make sure that you guys are following me on Facebook at Shenanigans Podcast, on Instagram at Shenanigans underscore podcast, and on Twitter at SWFriendsPod. If you didn't know, I'm back on YouTube, so make sure to subscribe to get all the alerts when new visuals are available. Hey guys, guess what? You also have the option to support the show now through Anchor. So if you're interested in that, please check the link tree for more details. Due to scheduling and just the overall hecticness of the end of the year, I'll be solo for a few episodes, so yay! Alright, so anyway, episode 101, let's get into it. It's me, your girl, Chris. This is episode 101 of Shenanigans with Friends. Um, back to awkwardly staring at me. <laughs> uh, it's been a super long time, so I did a solo episode um, visual, so bear with me. We'll see how it goes. Alrighty, let's get started, because that's what we're here for. Um, I don't know if you, well, first of all, if you guys are not following me on social media, please do so. Um, but basically, I'm going to be doing my solo episodes for at least this episode, next episode, just to kind of like let the holiday time go past. And so everybody can handle their business. I ain't got to be hawking people about schedules. You know what I'm saying? So it's just me. All right. Anyway, you guys are used to it. Let's get to it. So I guess I will start with the most, is it disturbing? I don't know. We'll see. Um, The Christmas day bomb, right? Uh, So it happened in Nashville. Devastating. It ruined, I think, like over 40 buildings. Um, Very fucked up. But people are calling this a tragedy and stuff. And like, I guess it's a tragedy. But like also um, the the time frame of the attack makes me feel like he did not really intend on like hurting people or putting people in danger. Who be out at 630 in the morning? Like very few people. And um, I think only uh, six people were injured. All, all released. Um, from there. Let's see. Um, so what do we know about Anthony Quinn Warner? Not much. Um, apparently he was a recluse, um, a hermit, as some people would like to call him. And um, they don't really know that much about him, except that on December 21st, um, he went and talked to his uh, neighbor, Rick. First of all, <laughs> Rick gonna always had a scoop. I don't know what it is about niggas named Rick, but they always be having a scoop. So Rick on the 21st, I guess um, Anthony was standing at his mailbox and Rick decided to pull over and just speak. Um, again, this is not really a person that he would say he would have, he has a relationship with, but it's somebody that is in his neighborhood. He sees him not outside too often. So when he does, he tries to like speak to be nice. I get it. Um, anyway, Actually, people always tell me that I'm like way overly too nice because I'd be like, hey, how you doing? Like like that. Just because, you know, I don't know. That's how I am. So maybe me and Rick are like, anyway. So he pulls over to talk to him and he's basically like having small ch- uh, chit chat holiday season. So he kind of brings up like, this is what Rick said. And I saw the actual like um, interview and I was just like, I don't know if I would have said that to a grown man, but anyway, so he asks um, Anthony Quinn Warner, is Santa going to bring you anything good for Christmas? 
he responds with, oh yeah, Nashville and the world is never going to forget me. Um, and that's basically how that conversation ended. I mean, somebody says something like that. It's like, what, what am I going to say? Like, okay, good. I was hoping for an iPad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really know like what the correct response to that is. Um, very strange question, even more stranger answer. So stranger things anyway. So, um, he didn't really like say much else. That was kind of basically it. Um, and then of course, a few days later, he's watching the news. Maybe I don't, they didn't say that he was close enough to hear or feel, but saw on the news that's happening. And he's dev like not devastated, but like super shocked. Like he's, he can't believe like the person that he was just speaking with that just said the world is going to know me. Like he just said that. And he really did some shit to make that happen. I really hate when things like this happen though, because it was for the person who does bad things to get like so much like publicity and shit. And ideally, ideally, I think that that's what he wanted. That's how he's famous. Right. But I don't know. Um, but Anthony Quinn Warner, 63, um, like I said, recluse doesn't have many visitors, things like that. Um, he went downtown. Um, it's about 6.30 in the morning, I want to say. Um, he's driving down in his van. He's got downtown playing. Um, and not the SWV song, I don't think. I'm pretty sure it was like the old lady. Downtown. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know how I go because you know that's a little too white for me. But anyway, so um, so he's playing that. Um, there's an automated um, voice, a woman's voice on the uh, RV, stating you know that there was a bomb. A bomb would explode in minutes. Blah blah blah. Telling people and directing people to evacuate. And first of all, six thirty in the morning. Not many people that down there. But the people that were down there did try to get away as soon as they were able to. Um, so he's playing downtown. He's telling everybody to get away. And then suddenly, 6.30 a.m., the RV exploded. Um, there was even some officers that were um, out and they were hearing the message to get away so that they were doing their best to... Um, help people evacuate and such. So like it went off and one, uh, one cop had just gotten like just far enough away. Like some, another cop even stated that they felt the heat. Um, so just crazy. Just imagine being that close to something like that, like huge flames. You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. I couldn't imagine, but of course, Anthony's dead as fuck. Um, I th I'm assuming that's what he wants. I don't really know what else, there is to do in your career after you do some shit like that. So I don't know. Um, he had a girlfriend though. And there's some reports saying that she stated that he was making bombs last year. And my concern is like, if a nigga I'm dating is making explosives um, and we haven't both decided to be terrorists, like I have a problem with that. Like, I don't know who I'm going to tell. I don't know. Like the, I don't know if it's like, 311 because you don't feel like he's gonna use until next year or I don't know but like either way like probably guys um that's probably a red flag um a lot of um stuff on Twitter and shit talking about like niggas that ignore red flags example <laughs> 
crazy. So, um, like I said, not many people were hurt. He died. Um, everybody else was released from the hospital already, I believe, even on Christmas Day. Um, he hit, uh, he made a significant damage to an AT&T, like, communications building or something. People say that his father used to work there. Um, and I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I'm sure CNN will drag the fuck out of this forever and a day. So you guys can probably pay attention to that. I only brought it up because I felt like it would be weird not to bring it up. But it's just like he blew up some shit. He ruined people's like hard earned like because there's some like mom and poppy like kind of shops down there. And he definitely like ruined that. But thank God for insurance, I would assume. Uh is the like the visuals though are just completely devastating. Um, it's crazy. Ooh, sorry. Ooh. Anyway, I accidentally muted the mic. So anyway, um, let's go ahead and move on. Like I said, CNN is gonna drag it to death. So if y'all want to do that, go ahead. Alrighty. So let's move on. Speaking of niggas doing illegal shit. Um, your boy Bootsy, I don't know what, I think he dropped, did he drop the badass? I think he dropped the badass, but he is still a very much a badass. Like this is a lot. Um, your boy is basically telling niggas to, comp uh, to commit felonies for two, two G's if you know, if you're nasty, I guess. So basically, um, Bootsy's, um, has a song called stick in, stick in a car, right? Um, after Wipe Me Down, Boosie can like really pass. And that wasn't even his song. So after Wipe Me Down remix, listening to that Boosie verse, like he could really miss me with a lot of his musical, um, his contributions to the musical um, world. <laughs> but um, he announced right before Christmas and <laughs> heads up, a lot of these things are going to be like right around right before Christmas. So anyway. All right. So so right before Christmas, he's like, hey. I'm trying to do the stick in the car challenge. I want all you niggas to show me your best video. I'm about to be boosty. All right, show me your best videos with the stick in the car and just go crazy with that stick in the car. Like, that's how he was talking. But, like, deeper and country or in more little boosty. But anyway, so, so basically, I, he said that shit on Instagram. I'm assuming he never mentioned who the winner was, but I feel like definitely some niggas was definitely... Because they stick was already in the car, like so they just got in the car and then was I don't I don't know how you do the stick in the car, like is it like bang bang? I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> um he was saying that he was gonna give two G's to anybody that could like creatively show off their guns, basically. Oh, sorry guys, for people that don't know, that's what a stick in the car is. That's a gun in the car, which is probably best idea, especially for fans of Boosie, probably so. But anyway, all right. So obviously not a great idea. Um, the people let him know it was not a good idea. Um, but he's just been doing a lot of weird and crazy shit like recently. Like he's clearly, I think he's still in that wheelchair. I feel like he's bored. Um, don't, I feel like it's a little too late. I'm definitely sure at least 55 niggas have videos of sticking a car. Like, but, um, I don't know, y'all. I don't know what's wrong with him. Like, he had a wheelchair race with his son. And, like, I didn't even see that because I don't want to. But I'm trying to figure out, like, I know he the only one in the wheelchair. Like, is a, was he on wheels and his son was on foot? Or, like, did he go get a wheelchair for his son to be? I don't understand. But he had a wheelchair race with his son on the internet. 
Um, he just, he's going to the internet for way too much. Like he, how do I say this? Hmm. He's, he's, um, how do I say he's, uh, he's on the internet Facebooking. Does that, I think like, you know what I'm saying? Like he's on the internet Facebooking, like when he should just keep that to Facebook. I don't know. Face. I don't even think Facebook can handle Boosie. Like it's a lot anyway. So apparently he's, I, I don't I don't know. I, I, if anybody saw the stick in the car challenge, like, did anybody win? Like, and also were they indicted the next day? Like, and it's like, we all know at this point that the fucking, that the fucking uh, cops and the fucking government love an Instagram, love a Twitter feed. So like, maybe don't encourage your broke ass fans to like have a federal charge that they probably can't do anything about. <laughs> So I don't know. My best suggestion is probably just to not listen to anything Boosie say. He's had a rough 2020 like the rest of us, but he's really trying to make it rougher for some of y'all. So maybe, maybe not, right? Anywho, let's move on. Boosie super stupid and gonorrhea super too. <laughs> so guys, um... A lot of like misleading information I feel like has been on the internet recently um, as if like you're trying to blame the girl Corona um, for super gonorrhea. And I don't really know if you could do that because super gonorrhea has been out, <laughs> been out like Jordan's for a minute, right? Um, but the reason that super gonorrhea has started trending recently, the reason super gonorrhea has like kind of popped back into your news feeds and just in general is because um, it's spreading faster now. Um, because <clears throat> remember back when y'all president was telling y'all to like put like take chlorine tablets and put peanut butter on your nose and lock yourself in the closet for 30 minutes and then take some, drink some ginger ale and lay down when he was telling you to do all that shit for COVID. One of the things that they were saying about it was that um, an anti a cocktail of antibiotics would like resolve the issue. It would like clear it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a cough, like you just get rid of that shit. Clearly we all know months later, as we're about to go into 2021 Corona Watch, like nothing has really changed. If anything, it's gotten worse. Um, the antibiotic that's normally used to um, to treat gonorrhea, like basic, you're like low level, real basic bitch gonorrhea, was being overly used with people just buying it, getting fake prescriptions for it, people writing fake prescriptions for it. So that because people thought that it would resolve the COVID thing, right? Um, and so now, um, on top of that, think about all of the places that have been closing, right? So non-essential um, health uh, locations, maybe places where you would get treatment for CDs or you know, like your so your health department, things like that. These things are closed down or minimal um, uh, staff, and so we're losing our opportunity to be safe, right? Not us, because we're smarter than this. And we, you know, anyway, we would have never misappropriately used some gonorrhea fucking medication on something else. But anyway, so that just seems more important. But anyway, um, so um, we're limiting the availability of these things to people, right? 
And then on top of limiting, limiting the ability or the availability um, of these things, we're also limiting the supply now because we got niggas that don't have the thing that it treats and they're trying to use it for something that no one said it worked for. Um, so this antibiotic, I don't want to fucking kill the name, but I'm going to, hold on, let me say, it's called azithro azithromycin maybe that felt smart anyway so that's what i'm gonna say so that's the um that's the antibiotic that people were being told to use to be pro you know like to clear covid out their system or to like preventative uh, measures as far as that goes um but that type of antibiotic is just like a how do i explain it it's like a very broad spectrum antibiotic. So it's, you put it, it goes into your body and it basically just kind of like attacks everything and like basically the strongest survive. Like that's basically what, um, when you get that, that's why you're taking it, right? Um, and so that antibiotic in most cases will definitely wipe out a normal case of regular gonorrhea, right? But when we are talking about it not being available and now we don't have this like wide um, uh, all knowing like antibiotic, right? That specifically targets like stuff like this. Now that we don't have it, it's now growing and mutating and getting larger and harder to kill. And now maybe azithromycin won't even work for that for for it anymore and that's when you get super gonorrhea basically um the thing about also using this type of antibiotic with something like covid um is that you this again it's it's more of like a when all else fails and like let's like send in the fucking closer right but for something like COVID, you have to have something very specific, right? So <clears throat> it has to be tested and tried, and it has to be very specific to be able to attack these specific things. And azithromycin just doesn't do that. And so what azithromycin was is doing in people who had COVID or things like that is that it was just going in and just like wiping out everything except COVID's way stronger than this. So it doesn't wipe it out. And so now... Um, you're also wiping out all of the good bacteria and all, all the good stuff that's in your body that's in there all the time, just working and making and, def and fighting things off. Like you basically your, your defense system, system, your defense system is now you're more susceptible to COVID, right? Insert Dr. Umar. <laughs> like, <laughs> like duh face. Um, so that's kind of where we're in. Super gonorrhea is back on your radar. Um, it is just outrageous out here is basically like, and so I'm thinking like, so these people that are probably testing and have this like super souped up version of gonorrhea more than likely already had COVID, right? And so they had COVID and they might've been even taking this azithromycin and it just wiped out everything, all of the defense, right? So now their gonorrhea is like fucking like Triple H, like souped up, like fucking like The Rock, like, you know what I'm saying? And so now no basic bitch cocktail is going to resolve the issue. Um, I don't even know if they have a resolution for super gonorrhea. I think that you just might die. I don't know. So... <laughs>
And so, and, and so that's the thing is that again, with us not having the availability of these like locations where you can get condoms or you can have sex, um, you know, they can provide you with like sexual like tips or what, I don't know. Sexual tips sound like they were showing you how to give head. And that's all what I mean. But y'all know what I'm trying to say. Like fucking like do's and don'ts, right? And like places where you can get tested for STDs and places where you can get medications if you do test for STDs and it comes back positive. So we don't have these places. We got people just running out here just... And then, and then, and then we're in a fucking pandemic. We were on fucking lockdown. We got mad quarantine babies, which means that all you motherfuckers were fucking. Me too. But all you motherfuckers were fucking. And some of you guys were not using your fucking, didn't have your thinking cap on. And listen, listen, not COVID and super gonorrhea in the same year. Not, nope, nope. And I saw something on the fucking internet. Somebody was like, I just want to go back to a world where it wasn't no super killing diseases. I was like, nah, it's been like never. Like it's, if it's not this, it's something else. And when this is cured, there'll be something else. Like that's just how they do us. Um, but y'all, so watch out for super gonorrhea. Um, definitely ask if a nigga has been taking any of the, the azithromycin, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, when's the last time you took some azithromycin? And just see what they say. Maybe like, oh, back in March, you'd be like, mm. first of all, you're one of those people that thought that, that shit was going to work. And second of all, you have been taking supplies from people that needed it. And said, third of all, you now have super gonorrhea probably. <laughs> So that's, that's, that's it. So basically what have we learned today? We've learned that everybody who thought that you can cure COVID from taking just random antibiotics and, um, heating up your crotch or your face or your nose, whatever they fucking say. What did I say crotch? I don't know. But I, whatever, you just fucking heat your body up and it'll just like jump out like fleas. Like everybody who thought that, and here we are in December, December 30th to be exact. And niggas still got COVID. COVID is still running rampant. And you probably have super gonorrhea. And that's that on that. Let's move on. So, <laughs> man, okay. Speaking of COVID. Okay. So, you guys know that, like, over the, well, this year is very different, but generally, right? There's always some, like, issues with, like, shipping deliveries around this time, right? It's the holiday. We expect that. Um, we also expect, you know, things to like this also may be the time of year where you get four of the six things that you wanted or seven of the two things that you wanted or, you know what I'm saying? Or there's something extra in it. Like, oh, you ordered these cups and they just sent you like a fucking candlestick, whatever the case. Like this is a weird time for packages, but I have a real concern when we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic when a nigga is ordering things from Kohl's, the department store, is it the department store? Is it a, do you call it, is, Kohl's, is Kohl's considered a department store? Is it too like, is it not like ritzy enough? I don't know. Anyway, Kohl's, everybody knows Kohl's. Um, they, a lady ordered something from Kohl's. Apparently it had been back ordered forever. And so something also important to know, very similar to like Amazon. And if you guys have worked in retail, you guys know everything doesn't always ship directly from the place that you're buying it from. Walmart, great example of that. Like you can order furniture from Walmart and pay that nice Walmart pricing, but it's coming from somewhere to fuck else. Like, I don't know where, like, but it's coming. <laughs> so same thing with like most retailers. So we have a, a situation here where a customer 
ordered some stuff from uh, Kohl's. It was hella late, right? So, but whatever, you get over those things, especially this time of year, you're expecting that. Um, <laughs> so you finally get it and it comes from a third party um, person and you're like, okay, whatever, right? You open it up, you're pulling out your shit and the lady, this specific lady, <laughs> I don't understand why. I don't under I would like to see what she ordered. But anyway, she bought some flags, I guess. So she pulled out her flag and she was showing them off to her auntie, like, oh, this is cute. So she went to go back in the box, see if there was uh the packing slip, things like that. And then she pulls out a fucking uh uh a box, like another like small like like box, like all the way in the back of the little the little thing. Um and it was a biohazard bag containing somebody's COVID-19 test specimen. So we talking about that fucking Q-tip that is the size of my leg and they stick it up your nose to your brain and fucking rub your fucking, the fucking front of your brain with it and like back through your eyeballs and all that shit. That was in her fucking Kohl's package. Please make it stop. Like what are we saying when you literally have fucking nose gunk? possibly COVID nose gunk just in this package with my flags. I don't like saying flags though. Cause I think it was really lame and such a lame thing to wait for like on back order. Like bitch, what is these flags? Anyway, whatever the case may be that what was supposed to be in the envelope doesn't matter. What was in the envelope that wasn't supposed to be. That's, that's why we here. Right. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> um, so she immediately reached out to, um, uh, to whoever she could think of when she looked at the information, because not only is the fucking nasal swab in there, but identifying information about the person who it came from so that they can tell them. Right. So this person showed it. They showed it was from a person in Virginia. Uh, I don't know. And I'm wondering, I don't know, like, was it a person who worked in the warehouse? Like, would they fucking like COVID swab themselves like on lunch or something and just put it in? I don't even know. How, how did that happen? Like, stuff like this makes me feel like people deliberately do stuff to be gross. Like, I don't know. Um, so anyway, so she started contacting health officials in Virginia um, to try to be like, yo, like, it's somebody out here that definitely thinks that they got swabbed for COVID and they definitely just got their brain poked for nothing. Like she just wanted to make sure that that person knew that, you know, the test hadn't been done yet. Like, um, Coles apologizes and just said, this is an unusual experience. Like, yeah. Right. Like maybe like, but, um, there that, then this is where we find out it was sent directly from a outside direct ship vendor. So that's whoever makes these flags. It came directly from the flag makers. Um, and, Cole says that they're going to do an investigation, but everybody who's worked in retail knows that, that shit is not real. <laughs> they're going to say they're going to do an investigation. So you get off the fucking phone. They're not doing an investigation. She probably just got to throw that swab away. Hopefully that person got another test or I don't even know. Like, but I'm like really trying to think like, what the fuck, how the fuck could that should have gotten in there? Like I'm convinced like, or maybe the company, that company was doing like a widespread like testing thing and, but they were testing like at the fucking stations. I don't even know. I've really been like trying to wreck my brain about this. Like how the fuck this could have happened? Like, cause I really don't know. Like, I don't know. But anyway, so yeah. Could y'all imagine like fucking pulling out your fucking fashion over fucking leggings? 
and it's a fucking booger fucking swab in there. A COVID, COVID possible, possible, affected COVID booger swab in there. Like, child, child, I would have died. Like, and I hope they give that lady her money back. Like, just for like the pain and suffering. Like, people sue for way more. Like, they can get her those flags for free. Listen. Anyway, I couldn't even imagine. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Like in between your like your ipsy fucking makeup. It's just a fucking like ugh. Ew. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. All right. So uh speaking of hmm, let me think. Speaking of misappropriating, maybe. Maybe. Nah, I don't know. I don't really got a good segue for this. So here we go. <laughs> so um, Mississippi prison system, they've got some things going on. Um, so in, while I was researching this first story, I found another story which seemed, which fucking blew my mind. Like, And I just can't wait to unravel it for you guys. So um, let's see. So recently... Mississippi prison systems were audited um, and they showed that the direction, the department of corrections had misspent hundreds of thousands of dollars on travel, luxury items and buyouts or time or let's see, pay time off. I'll say that like, so like bank time. So PTO basically. Um, yeah. You heard, you heard what I said. I said prison. I said prison. And then I said travel, like trips and stuff. I definitely said that. Um, so when we talk about hundreds of thousands, let's get into the things that they were spending um, these this money on. Um, so some of the purchases are going to include $17,545.25 on 20 massage shares. $18,004.04 was spent on stuff like decorative lamps rugs, art, signs, Himalayan salt lamps, boom boxes, boom boxes, was this 1980? And CDs, what is this, 1990? First, <laughs> for 1999? Okay, boom boxes, CDs, first, there's the staff's stress reduction rooms. Also, at some point, they had a wellness day for staff and their family, and the department spent $350 on a bounce house. I know the bitches that be having bounce houses in the, the front yard of their apartment don't be spending $350. I would love to know what that bounce house was made of, what you got out of it every time you bounce. Like, I, I, let's go back to these fucking, these other things, though. Um, we're talking, listen, I am not saying that I couldn't understand or see how someone who works in a prison may need some stress relief. I'm not this, I'm not disagreeing with that at all. Cause it's probably crazy in there. Um, but I don't know how I feel about <laughs> decorative lamps and rugs. I don't know how I feel about 20 massage chairs. Um, I don't know how I feel about Himalayan salt lamps. Like if this, uh, and you'll eat, you'll be even, um, more upset to find out that, um, 
Mississippi prisons are notorious for having disgusting conditions and fucking death rate tolls out of this fucking world. Um, just earlier this year, they had an, another investigation um, launched on them after there were reports of fucking su- open sewage that was like ankle high, um, rodent infestation, and obviously mad violence because that helps with the fucking death tolls, right? So I'm trying to figure out how we decide to spend money on Himalayan salt lamps when we don't spend money so that the niggas that have to be here don't have sewage on their feet or rats in their small... Like, the apartment is already so small. They already have a roommate. Do they need another? Is Stuart Little... You know what I'm saying? Like, this... I don't... Listen... They basically audited them from July 1st of 2017 to December 31st of 2019. Um, The reason why they couldn't go back any further is because many documents have been burned or destroyed um, under previous leadership. So they only had limited evidence of the agency's purchases. So it's very possible that niggas was spending well over this amount for other things. Um, But there was enough to show like the stuff that I'm telling you. And also um, they were giving people like PTO accruals. Um, Like one uh, former commissioner had received an illegal PTO buyout amount of $109,000 and $109,446. Another one received over $240,000 in PTO like payouts. Um, They also spent $43,299 on gym equipment without even proper like documentation. Like, so to me, that sounds like a lot of that stuff might've been stolen. (laughs) And then they spent $2,600, almost $2,700 on six TVs for one suite, um, the executive suite. I didn't like, does a prison need something called an executive suite? Let's talk about this. Cause these motherfuckers don't have to live there. They can go home and that's where you have your Himalayan salt fucking lamp and your fucking massage chair. That's where my massage chair is at home. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I can't. And it's infuriating that you, that like the like absorbent amounts of money that are being um, wasted on these stress reduction rooms and for their comfortability, not even their safety. And like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're not even talking about that. We're spending this money and appropriating this money for these people's safety to make sure that they don't get killed or hurt on the job. We're talking about, Oh, your shoulder hurt. I know just the thing hit, hit the second button. Like, Oh, you super stress. Go ahead and lay flat for 20 out for 20 minutes under this next to this Himalayan salt lamp. Like, please stop. And then here's the part that was so fucking funny after reading all that and finding out how much of them like taxpayers money, like let's not fucking forget. These are large absorbent amount of numbers, but let's not, let's not fucking forget Whose fucking money it is. That's the fucking people who work hard and get up in the morning and go to work in Mississippi and don't be in prison and don't work for them. And now, and they're paying for your, for your fucking, for your fucking massage chairs and shit. Like get out of here. Um, so then I, I read that, right. 
And then the next article that I show, um, also just a few days before, um, is showing that Mississippi um, prison systems have like the highest no-show for prison workers like across the country. So like not only are you guys spending like $500,000 and like on fucking like guys they're spending all this money on these rooms and they not even coming to work like can you make it make sense please make it make sense because i can't make it make sense like and then people uh fucking and then somehow and i feel like all the people that may be doing no shows i have something tells me because that fucking buyout or the pto amounts are way too high and i guarantee that they got like some ghost worker shit happening where like people are saying people are there and they're not really there um but we're talking about misappropriating funds for your safety and your comfortability while you're here working and you motherfuckers aren't even at work like let me be very clear if i was in mississippi I would be burning some shit down. And that's all my mama. Like, I'm like, this shit don't make no sense. Like, so people are dying inside the prisons. Fucking there's sewage inside the prison. There's rats and rodents and backed up trash in this in the prison. There's obvious, we all know what the food ain't decent. We don't have to go there to know that. Um, all of these things are happening and this is how we're spending our funds. And, and maybe, maybe you could spend fucking your, the taxpayers money on people that are actually going to show up for work. And, and then it's like, damn, if a fucking Himalayan fucking salt lamp and a fucking massage chair and having to be able to watch one of six TVs in one fucking room isn't enough to make you come to work. Like guys, like, I can't anyway, anyway, let's move on. So speaking of like, what is it going to take for a motherfucker to do something? <laughs> and you guys know, I love to try to give you guys stuff that's like super fresh and super new. Right. Um, but this struck me and nobody can like pinpoint exactly like when this article or when this first, the story first was reported. So whatever, if you heard it, cool. We can still talk about it because it's a crazy fucking thing. Um, basically, a woman sues her boyfriend uh, for not proposing to her. They have been uh, together and with each other for like eight years, right? And um, she got tired of waiting. Now, also, it's important to know, he's not just her boyfriend. Like, they also have a kid together. Um, she's 26. He's 28. She still lives with her mother. Because he won't fucking make a commitment here. Um, well, I don't know if because. Because I don't know if I got to wait on a nigga to get from up under my mama. But anyway, whatever the case may be, that's what's happening. Um, but she wants to take him to, she wants to take him to court. Because she felt like he was fiddling away years of her life without proposing to her. Um, and I get it. She's 26. She's like, what the fuck is happening? Either let's do it or let me. Right? But anyway, so... Um, he allegedly is always promising that he would. And she got tired of his shit. She also found out that he was texting another bitch. And I feel like if she waited eight years, she would have waited another 18 if she wouldn't have found them fucking text messages. But that's just me and I don't know nothing. But anyway, <laughs> so she basically went to court and said, he's never been serious about this. And that's why I brought him because I deserve to know the way forward in our future basically. So she wasn't like suing him, like to be like, you're a dick. She was basically suing him, like, hurry up, which is crazy. Cause I don't know how, what kind of a relationship you can build on a court case, 
But anyway, um, so he defends himself and basically saying that he's too poor <laughs> to afford a wedding and also accused her of not giving him sufficient attention in his relationship. But I bet if you moved, found a place for y'all, y'all just was together. I bet y'all could probably spend a, more, a lot more time with each other. Like her mama don't want you at her house because you ain't even trying to marry her daughter. Like, mm, make it make sense. Anyway, so <clears throat> the judge, of course, is basically like, girl, this is a cute story, but y'all not married. So what you want me to do here? Like, I can't make him marry you, bitch. And you can't sue him for doing this. Like, you just got to decide to move on or not. Um, so, um, you know, between, I'm trying to figure out like what's worse. Like, is it worse to sue a guy for not proposing to you or to ask a dude to marry you? Cause he ain't proposing to you first. Like, I don't know guys. It all kind of sounds crazy. This one might even be crazier. Cause it's like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Cause on that side, <laughs> if you, if anybody has proposed to their boyfriend and it wasn't because you were tired of waiting for him, then please let me know. I would love to hear that story. Um, and then also, <laughs> but so I'm like that to me, like that's gotta be like the number one, like driving factor for a lot of females to like to do that. And I could be wrong. And you could tell me I'm wrong. You can call me a bitch and you can do it all that. That's how I feel. And that's what I said. So, and then, so you have that and it's like, okay. Cause you're like, you're like, well, if you don't want to marry me, I'm going to marry you. Right. <laughs> and then this is like, marry me or I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue you. And then I'll use the money to propose to you. I don't know what she planned on doing here. Um, but I mean, everybody got their own timeline and I can't tell you how long to wait for a nigga to propose to you. I can't wait. I can't tell you how many kids to have with a nigga before he proposed to you. I can't tell you any of that. Um, but <laughs> I can say maybe instead of when you get to that time frame where that you've had enough, um, cause y'all really want to have, mm, this is weird. I really wish I had somebody else here to talk about this because it's like, <clears throat> let's say your time frame is like four years, right? And if your four years comes, do you have a conversation with that person? Because now it feels like you're you might be pressuring them or like putting it in the air, right? So I don't know. This is very strange. I just feel like you guys should just like I don't know. I don't want to say just like be in relationships and then like let happen what will happen, but because because uh, a lot of niggas do be dragging their feet, but like I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I can't tell people how to feel about this stuff. For me personally, I just take it like how it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that if I'm the person that I am and I'm a hundred like all the time that I know that eventually if that's what I want to happen, it will will happen. Right. So like, I just don't stress about that stuff a lot. It's kind of just go with the flow. Um, but I know that there are a lot of people that do stress out about those things and that's okay too. And you have every right to have a time frame and standards and, and things that you want done in your life at a certain time. Absolutely. But I just think you also have to be realistic. Um, and when he gets to the point where you feel like you got to sue a nigga for the ring, like he probably not the one girl, probably not. Okay. So let me tell you who else ain't the one me. Let me tell you why. Florida always has the fucking nerve to have the most ridiculous fucking news 
in the whole fucking world. I literally don't understand. I literally can't make it make sense. If it's not people eating people's faces off, if it's not people smoking fake weed, if it's not niggas standing too much on their ground, like it's something. Um, and this week, it is the fact that because temperatures in, in South Florida are dropping pretty uh, pretty fast, um, and we're like, we're talking about, so South Florida, like super cold would be like 30, 40 degrees, right? Um, anything below 50 is going to, um, kind of trigger what I'm about to tell you. Right. So there was some, um, reports sent out and like, kind of like some warnings for people who live in South Florida, um, this past week to basically say that it might be so cold that iguanas might fall from the trees. And I'm you like, girl, okay. But like, really, do you want to be walking down the street and just fucking iguanas just fucking drop, fall? And the crazy thing is, is that fucking most iguanas are strong enough to be able to fall fucking like 40 feet, like from up to the ground, right? And then they don't even be dead. So the thing is, is the reason why they fall is because they are cold-blooded and they can't really handle weather, like if it gets lower than 50, right? So they become slow, sluggish. And some of them may even just like, look like quote unquote freeze up and fall over and they might even appear to be dead, but they're not dead. They just cold as fuck. Like, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So the national, the national weather service in Miami tweeted that like that, uh, the iguanas might be sleeping in tomorrow, whether or not they planned it, like, which sounds like you roofied them, but that's for another show. I think probably not. Um, animal planet, but anyway, so yeah. So basically on Christmas, it was supposed to get the coldest, um, that it was in fucking in like Miami and around those areas, South Florida. Um, and they basically like mad iguanas was falling. And I think it's gross. Um, it makes me think about the time where I couldn't one time, um, when we were in uh, Disney world and we were staying at one of the resorts and you know, it's fucking swampy in Florida. Right. So it was like a fucking frog, like on one of the steps that I had to get up to, I was like eight or nine. So before y'all start judging, don't do me. But anyway, so, um, I was like eight or nine and it was like a big ass, like and I, people, when I always like recall the stories with my family, they love saying that shit was a frog. That shit was definitely a motherfucking toad. That motherfucker was big and ugly and bumpy. <laughs> so the big ass toad, he was on the fucking steps. And I just like, I couldn't, I had this like, I don't mean, is it irrational? I don't think it was irrational. I had this like fear that like the moment I stepped over him, he was going to know that I was stepping over him and he was going to jump and like graze my leg. Like it was a lot of things, a lot of things that I thought might've happened. <sighs> Listen, I don't want to talk about it. I just want you to know that I think Florida is really gross with all their like creepy crawlies and all that stuff like that. And there are people that eat people's faces off and people that be shooting people that don't need to be shot and just stuff like that. Florida's just fucking crazy just in general. And I don't really know what else to say. Um, if anybody lives in Florida, South Florida, and you fucking saw iguanas dropping, I kind of want to see it, but I kind of will call the police if you show it to me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, so finally, in COVID news, because everything be about COVID now, like it really do. Um, but a manager at Tyson Foods was fired um, for starting a COVID betting pool. They were basically, okay, so let me tell y'all what happened. So, because 
I don't know. I, I'm kind of indifferent about like the final judgment of this. I'm going to tell you guys why. So they had to do a mass fucking Corona check, right? So they're swap, 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 swap. And the the management was like, how many niggas you think got COVID? So they started to make a, they made a pool and the pool like to enter it was $50. And then whoever picked the correct percentage of workers who came down with the virus got the money. Like, okay. I can understand how, because you were betting, it felt like insensitive, but like, I just feel like as a nigga, like, we do irrational bets all the time. So this doesn't seem like too crazy. Like everybody's so outraged. And I think he got fired, but it's like, he got fired. Like he didn't like plant Corona down there and was like, oh, like it was, it's literally like a jar of jelly beans, right? Like how many of these jelly beans is green? Like, and that's COVID. Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> but they had just started it after they had mass tested like 2,800 people. So, and I get it. Okay, I'm not trying to make light of everything because I don't. <laughs> I'm not, that's not what I'm trying to do. Okay, but like, <laughs> I need y'all to understand what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of funny. Like, they're so fucking white and assholes that that that. Look at this. Like, but basically, <laughs> uh, people. But even those who didn't like cash in on the pool or like add themselves to the pool no one thought that it would fucking violate any company policy it was just their his words are it was a group of exhausted supervisors that had worked so hard and so smart to solve many unsolvable problems it was simply something fun kind of a morale boost for having put forth an incredible effort there was never any malicious intent it was never meant to disparage anyone that just sound like some regular, like, my bad, like, white man style. Like, and I, I like, and again, like, it's, it would be different if they was like, if they like made 48 cookies and 20 of those cookies have COVID on it and they just, and then they went on the floor and was passing them out. But like, that's not what happened. So I just don't know where everybody's so upset. I don't know if he would have, should have got fired. I think that they should have just had to like, pay the money that the pool ended up being, they should have just been able to dispute, distribute that among the the workers that ended up having COVID. Um, let me see. Let's see. So um, more than a dozen, um, more than a thousand, excuse me, had tested positive and six had died. Um, so maybe just for the niggas that died and just split however, whatever that money is, and it may not be much, but they could have probably done that after they realized that like niggas was really having COVID. Like, um, and maybe that's the bad part, right? Is that they did that they, they do people like they just misappropriated the funds or like, oh, really? I'm not sure. I just don't know that he should have got fired for it. And I don't really be capping for white people, but this just doesn't, I don't really get it. I don't really understand too much, but I don't know. So I don't know. Cause I just, like I said, niggas be making bets about everything, like, like everything. So like, this is just doesn't come out like this is just seems normal to me. So I don't know. But anyway, guys, it's that time. It's time for the one up for the week. Um, this is the last show of the year. And I really, it did not fucking dawn on me, but here we are. Um, just a couple things I just want you guys to keep in mind. Um, let's go into the new year better than we left this one, if that's possible. So even if that means like getting yourself in a better, like, 
mental headspace, uh, physical space, if you have the opportunity and means to, um, whatever that is, don't put so much pressure on yourself. Um, it's been a fucking hell of a year. It's been a long year. Um, a lot of things that we've overcome, whether or not we want to, and whether or not we want to acknowledge or admit that to ourselves, because everything is, I get it. Everything seems fucked up. But in the grand scheme of things, like you, I, me, them, they, us, we, we all fucking survived. We're here. You're listening to this. I'm able to record this. Like, um, somehow <laughs> we're here. Um, stop stressing on those fucking stimmies. You know how they do us. It might even just be, end up being a dub and a Kane's gift card. I don't know. Um, listen, also another thing, and I, I'm not going to get into details or specifics, but you guys know like how I have to sometimes tell people about themselves. And this week, I'm just going to say my true one up for the week. So all that other stuff was just like in general, this is like Chris talking to you guys, but I love y'all. But my one up for the week is definitely play with your mama and not me. <laughs> true shit. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the friendly face like does to people, but like, don't do me. And that's it. Like, <laughs> okay. So that's episode 101. I'm Chris, your host. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you for checking out me out on YouTube. Thank you for all of your listens on all of the various platforms. If you guys haven't, please make sure to rate the fucking podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Support the podcast on Anchor. Retweet, retweet me. Like, whatever. Just show love because I try to show it back to you guys. So, all right. I think that's it. I'm going to get up out of here.